my scholars and saints, I'm sorry if you can hear the dishwasher in the back. It is 6.17, so usually at this time I'm winding down, but you are all owed video tomorrow. So I thought I would read you a little bit of Manichaean literature. I'm really digging Song of the Bema, Let Us Worship the Spirit, 2.23. So it's just a couple of pages, a few pages. Um, first I'm going to read a bit of this introduction. I'm reading from the Gnostic Bible, Gnostic texts of mystical wisdom from the ancient and medieval worlds, edited by Willis Barnstone and Marvin Mayer. And this particular introduction is by Paul Marecki. So Manichaeanism, sorry, let me try that again. Manichaeism was one of the major world religions and the only such religion to align itself closely with the late antiquity's Near Eastern Gnostic tradition. Previously considered by Western scholars to be a Christian heresy, Manichaeism is now properly understood in the context of 3rd century Mesopotamian religions. The religion was founded by the Iranian prophet Mani, Mani I guess, 216 to 77 current era, who deliberately created a universal and propaganda propagandistic religion that incorporated Christian, Zoroastrian, and Buddhist concepts. Whether Manichaeism is properly designated as Gnostic, as Hans, Jonas, and or Jonas, maybe, and others have suggested is being debated by scholars. The religion moved east toward India and west into the Roman Empire already in Mani's lifetime, reaching as far west as Algiers in southern Europe and as far east as Central Asia and southeast coastal China, where traces of the religion datable to the early 17th century can be identified. The focus of this introduction is on Western Manichaeism. All right, let's get started. And if you have this text, it starts on page 6... 53. Let us worship the spirit of the comforter, bless Lord Jesus, who sent us the spirit of truth. He came and split us from the world's error. He came with a mirror. We looked. It was, in it was the cosmos. When the Holy Spirit came, she disclosed the way of truth. It taught us two natures, light and darkness, distinct from the beginning. The kingdom of light has five greatnesses, Father and his twelve aeons, and the aeons of aeons, the living air, the land of light, and the enormous spirit through whom they breathe, and which nourishes them with light. But the kingdom of darkness has five storehouses, smoke and fire and wind and water and darkness. Their advocate creeps in them, inciting them to make war on each other. When making war, they dared attack the land of light. They supposed they could van vanquish it and didn't know that their plans would crash down on their own heads. There was a horde of angels in the land of light ready to pour out and break the father's enemy. They were pleased to have the father's word to root those rebels who saw themselves exalted. The angels were like a shepherd who sees a lion padding near to destroy, destroy the fold, who cunningly takes a lamb and sets it as a snare to catch the lion. With a single lamb, he saves his fold, heals the lamb, and wounds the lion. Such is the way of the father who sent forth his strong son and made 
from himself his virgin armed with five powers to fight the five abysses of the darkness. When the watchers stood at the borders of light, he showed them to the virgin who is his soul. In their abysses they stirred, desiring her. They opened their mouths to swallow her. He held her power fast. He spread her over them like nets over fish. He had her rain down on them like purified clouds of water. She stabbed inside them like piercing lightning. She crept into their inner parts. She bound them, they knew nothing. When the first man finished his war, the father sent his second son. He came, lifted his brother out of the abyss. He made the whole world out of that mixture of the light and darkness. He spread all his powers of the abyss to ten heavens and eight earths. He shut them up into this cosmos and made it a prison for all powers of darkness. It was also a place of purification for the soul, swallowed in them. He established the sun and the moon and set them high to purify the soul. Daily they took and refined parts up to their height. Yet, however, they mixed the dregs, they couldn't move them up and down. The whole world halts for a season. A great building is being built outside the world. As soon as the workers finish, the cosmos will dissolve catch fire, and flame will melt it away. All life, the relic of light, wherever it is, he will take to himself and then project an image. The council of death, it is all darkness, will meet and create a likeness of itself, and the ruler but in a flash, the living spirit comes, succors the light, and will lock up the council of death and darkness in a house made to hold them there forever. There is no other way to freeze the enemy, he won't be received to the light, for he is a stranger, and he can't be left in his land of darkness. He must not engage in a war greater than the first one. A new eon will be built in the place of the cosmos that will dissolve. In the eon, the powers of light may reign, since they have performed and fulfilled the will of the whole Father, subdued the hated over him forever. This is Manny's knowledge. Let us worship and bless him. Whoever trusts him will be blessed and live with justice. Glory and victory to our Lord Manny. Spirit of truth from the Father, he reveals to us the beginning, the middle, and the end. Victory to the soul of the Blessed Mary, Theona Pishem Note. Um, in Coptic, Note means God. So there you have it. Um, I just like in the first i guess like a half of it uh the divine trickery that happens there's like um some various trickster moves happening with you know um a being that's seemingly um put out uh well it's put out as a snare but um but it, it's in the end it's saved and then also the idea that the earth is a prison, but also a place of purification. I think that really jives with a lot of the new age, like Gaia.com ideas and yeah, like just ideas of, of why we're here and uh, how we got here, etc. And then just this whole um, description of the end of kind of like an apocalyptic ending. Oh, but before that, 
the fact that the sun and the moon purify the soul, I think there's that's a really interesting kind of meaning um, of the celestial entities. And then just the idea that there's something being created outside the world um, and as soon as it's finished, then basically like the earth, it says the cosmos here, will dissolve. So there's almost like in the end times a great transformation and a new earth. And then this idea of the projection of an image and darkness creating a likeness of itself and just the overpowering of, of light over darkness. So it's probably something that, you know, we can all read multiple times to try to understand. That's kind of the last thing that I've read in this. I'm on page 655, and I think it's about 800 pages. So I've been reading it for... Um, I think like a year, or this might be my second year, um, and just, because I don't read it constantly, it's kind of one of my spiritual texts that I read when I also read the Zohar, and sometimes I have like a third book, right now my third spiritual book is this book um, by Clarissa Pinkola Estes, women who run with the wolves I thought about reading something from that but it's just such a I don't know I would really have to think intentionally about a section to read because it's a lot of intertwining of myth and story and commentary so I hope that you are all well this is my this has been the first week yeah this is the first week of classes um, but since Monday was a holiday for Martin Luther King Jr. Day, um, I only teach in person on Mondays, so our first actual day will be next week, which is good, because it gives me some more time to prepare for that, and the rest of my classes are online. But today I went to my one class that I'm taking as a student at uni, and it was good we stayed the whole time i think it's going to be such an amazing group it's a smaller group of students and uh, the demographic is uh, a little bit older which as an older returning student myself i really enjoy i enjoy that mix of like traditional college students but then people that are you know in their 30s, closer to my age as well. So, um, yeah, that'll be great. We had actually a snow day on Tuesday, so no one went to school on Tuesday either, and I woke up and my, I guess, pipes were frozen and there was no water, so it came back on after a few hours and it wasn't a big deal, so... Now I know that I really do need to let my faucets drip probably like they tell us to when it gets below freezing. And then I woke up today and I have another maintenance issue that they'll probably come pretty early in the morning tomorrow. And um, 
yeah, but it's it's pretty good. And I've made another, I uh, made a decision recently um, and I don't think I'm gonna go into uh, right now, but I might share a little bit later. Um, just something that I've needed to do for a while and um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but I hope that all of you are well, being sincere, courageous people who are following your own path and your own soul's journey, not being subservient to anybody else, but depending on reason to help you make your decisions and having integrity and just seeking you know, self-love and self-worth and healthy relationships because that's what will move us all forward. All right, I will catch you next time.